Chapter Eleven of Life and Death of Harriet Freen by May Sinclair. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Chapter Eleven. Her old servant Hannah had gone, and her new servant Maggie had had a baby. After the first shock and three months' loss of Maggie, it occurred to Harriet that the beautiful thing would be to take Maggie back and let her have the baby with her, since she couldn't leave it. The baby lay in his cradle in the kitchen, black-eyed and rosy, doubling up his fat, naked knees, smiling his crooked smile, and saying things to himself. Harriet had to see him every time she came into the kitchen. Sometimes she heard him cry, an intolerable cry, tearing the nerves and heart. And sometimes she saw Maggie unbutton her black gown in a hurry and put out her white, rose-pointed breast to still his cry. Harriet couldn't bear it. She could not bear it she decided that maggie must go maggie was not doing her work properly harriet found fluff under the bed i'm sure maggie said i'm doing no worse than i did ma'am and you usen't to complain no worse isn't good enough maggie i think you might have tried to please me it isn't every one who would have taken you in the circumstances if you think that ma'am it's very cruel and unkind of you to send me away you've only yourself to thank there's no more to be said no ma'am i understand why i'm leaving it's because of baby you don't want to have him and i think you might have said so before that day month maggie packed her brown painted wooden box and the cradle and the perambulator the greengrocer took them away on a handcart through the drawing-room window harriet saw maggie going away carrying the baby pink and round in his white knitted cap his fat hips bulging over her arm under his white shawl the gate fell to behind them the click struck at harriet's heart three months later maggie turned up again in a black hat and gown for best red-eyed and humble i came to see ma'am whether you'd take me back as i haven't got baby now you haven't got him he died ma'am last month i'd put him with a woman in the country she was highly recommended to me very highly recommended she was and i paid her six shillings a week but i think she must have done something she shouldn't oh maggie you don't mean she was cruel to him no ma'am she was very fond of him everybody was fond of baby but whether it was the food she gave him or what he was that wasted you wouldn't have known him you remember what he was like when he was here i remember she remembered she remembered fat and round in his white shawl and knitted cap when maggie carried him down the garden path i should think she'd have done something shouldn't you ma'am she thought no no it was i who did it when i sent him away i don't know maggie i'm afraid it's been very terrible for you yes ma'am i wondered whether you'd give me another trial ma'am are you quite sure you want to come to me maggie yes am i'm sure you'd have kept him if you could have borne to see him about you know maggie that was not the reason why you left if i take you back you must try not to be careless and forgetful i shan't have nothing to make me before it was first baby's father and then him she could see that maggie didn't hold her responsible after all why should she if maggie had made bad arrangements for her baby maggie was responsible she went round to lizzie and sarah to see what they thought sarah thought well it was rather a difficult question and harriet resented her hesitation not at all it rested with maggie to go or stay if she was incompetent i wasn't bound to keep her just because she'd had a baby at that rate i should have been completely in her power lizzie said she thought maggie's baby would have died in any case 
and they both hoped that harriet wasn't going to be morbid about it harriet felt sustained she wasn't going to be morbid all the same the episode left her with a feeling of insecurity End chapter eleven recording by expatriate in bangor maine